Good morning. morning. Good to be with you all this morning. Um, Praise the Lord. It's uh, it's filled up a little bit since we uh, came in. So praise God for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I'm Bishop Frank. I'm the assisting bishop for Bishop Foley. um, But Foley keeps me working a lot. And so I'm not here that very much. But maybe, maybe we can visit a little more often and uh, get to be with you all. My, my uh, desire in coming to you today is to talk about um, our purpose for being, our purpose. God has created us so that we might worship him, give him honor, give him thanks. Um, we do that um, not because God is egotistical, But because as we look around us and see the created world and all that he has made, I mean, it just takes our breath away. Amen? Now, we don't don't always see that because we're working in the concrete city and there's lots of buildings and all this kind of stuff. But when we get out to the beach or we get over to Montana, big sky country, and, and, and we just get to rest in those vistas that we see before us, uh, we, we begin to understand who he is. We begin to understand his power. Um, and we're just, we're marveled by what he's done as far as creation goes. Now, we've been, we've been reading through Revelation. And we see in Revelation that all they're doing is worshiping. That's all they do. That's what they do. All the creatures, all the special creatures that are there, all the saints and all those gathered around the throne are worshiping God. And um, it's important for us to remember that that is crucial to who we are. Okay, Because there's lots of things that can happen. Now, praise the Lord, our uh, worship leaders this morning picked music so far that all spoke about worship. All spoke about giving glory. Open the doors. Um, the church uh, glorifies your name. Um, oh, yes. Praise the Lord. And, and that's, that's what we need to be looking at. Now, there's somebody who doesn't want us to be worshiping. And he comes and he lies to us and he makes us doubt we look at the temptations of Jesus, that's specifically what Satan was doing. He, he, he lies. He tries to get Jesus to doubt. He tries to get Jesus to worship other things. You see, we've all been created as worshipers, and we do worship. The question is, are we worshiping rightly? Are we worshiping God, who is the only person worthy of worship? Because God is calling us to worship him, to glorify him, to honor his name. Now, sometimes uh, difficult things come into our life. Um, We read from part of chapter uh, 16 in Acts this morning, which which shows Paul moving from Asia Minor over into Europe, beginning to visit Greece and taking the gospel there. And one of the things that, he, that happens as soon as he goes there is he is confronted with a territorial spirit, which in, this, which in chapter 16 is called a python spirit. Now, our 
translation doesn't say that. It says some kind of a, a spirit of divination. Um, now, we've seen a python spirit before. I think it was in Harry Potter, <laughs> like volume three, four, or five, or six, or something like that. Um, an accurate portrayal of a territorial spirit. I'm not, I don't quite remember how Harry handled all that stuff, but that is what the scriptures say. And so Paul is confronted with that and throw, casts it out in the name of Jesus. Now the reaction to that is, um, Paul, we don't like you. That, that girl that had that spirit was making us a lot of money, um, and so um, we're going to try to do whatever we can to you. So they have Paul and Silas beaten uh, with rods. They were caned. Okay, and put in prison. Now, now, our normal reaction would say, "Oh Lord, you know we've just been serving you all day here, you know, and uh, um, you know we cast out the spirit and stuff like that." But don't you think, Lord, that the people would like us for this and, like, you know, give us a dinner and stuff like that in our honor and things like that? No. Okay. <laughs> Um, they, because, because it's, a, it's a territorial spirit, because it is mixed in with, with, uh, with, with the economical, financial stuff that's going on in the city at that point, the leaders are all in that. And so this is the whole thing is going to come down on Paul and Silas. And so they're beaten uh, and stuck in the inner prison and their feet are fastened in the stocks. Now, my response to that, I have to tell you, would be, oh, good grief. What a disaster. You know, they're, they're sitting there, they're bleeding, they're beaten and bruised. But what is their response? Verse 25 of chapter 16 in Acts. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Now, we, have, we just heard about earthquakes, didn't we? When we were transported in chapter 11 of Revelation into the, into the sanctuary, there's all this wild stuff going on. Lightnings and thunderings and voices and all kinds of stuff and earthquakes there. And so what Paul and Silas were doing in raising their voice in praise and thanksgiving to God is they are opening the possibilities of God's creative power to visit them in this situation. If you are not feeling good, if you are feeling oppressed, if you are feeling down in the dumps, glorify God. Give praise to God. Our usual habit is uh, something like this. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. Big, fat, shiny ones, teensy, tiny ones, how they wiggle and squirm. Smash their heads and squish the juice out, throw the skins away. 
Oh, man alive, how a guy can thrive on a million worms a day. <laughs> Get out of the worms. Get out of that pile. Praise God. Don't look at your circumstances. Look at the one who can change circumstances. Amen? And see, he's created us. He's created us for that purpose. He's created us to worship. Okay? Now, the difficulty is, is Satan has given us lies, and we worship all kinds of stuff. And we don't worship him. So the, the thing, that what you're doing right now today on the first day of the week is the most important thing you can be doing. And, though, we need to carry this throughout the week. We need to be worshiping God every day. And if we find ourselves in a can of worms, a million, two million, we need to praise God because it's only His power unleashed which will bring glory, which will transform whatever it is that we're involved in. Um, it's crucial. Now, our worship, is, so our worship is supposed to bring us into an intimate relationship with God. Okay? Now, that's difficult to do if we're only doing that, like, for about, you know, 53 and a half minutes once a week or something like that. Okay? But that's what God desires. When he created Adam and Eve and he placed them in the garden, it was this, for the specific task of worshiping him so that even through their work even through their vocation of taking care of the garden that was to be worship that was to be worship and he would come in the afternoon and walk with them and talk with them god still wants to do that with us he wants to come to us he wants to walk with us he wants to talk with us He's, he is relational, and, that, and that's why we can give him thanks and, 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 and love and, and uh, cast all that joy on him uh, because he receives that. Uh, and he's gracious and he loves to serve us. Can you imagine? He loves to serve us, and he showed that to us through Jesus. So Jesus comes today even to serve us from his table. He says to Peter, Peter, shape it up, dude. Okay. If I can't serve you, if I can't serve you washing your feet, then you can't be part of me. I need to serve you. And so we have to get this idea out of our minds that we can pull ourselves up by our bootstraps if your boots have straps. We can't do that. We need the Lord's help to do that. And one great way to do that is through praise, okay, and prayer. Even Jesus, as he's teaching us about prayer, teaches us um, to hallow, hallow his name. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, a boy came home from Sunday school one Sunday, and he said, Mom, today we learned the name of God. Oh, what's that? Oh, his name is Harold. Harold. 
He said, yeah. He said, our Father who art in heaven, Harold be thy name. <laughs> That's not what that means there. To, to hallow is to sanctify, and it really means, means to glorify and honor and give worth to God. That's why he's created us. And that's so important for us to understand. God loves us, and he needs to hear from us. He wants to enter into that relationship where we can share with him. And as a result, that allows that creative, transforming power to flow. If we're sitting in the bucket not quite sure what's going to land next. Not looking up, but looking down. We're like stuffed in that bucket. Nothing's going to happen until we look up and we praise God. So the Lord wants you to know this today, that he loves you, that he pours out grace for you. And our response to that is worship and adoration and glory. Amen? Amen? He's seeking those who wish to worship in spirit and truth. And that's our task. The task of confronting the territorial spirit in Philippi was so that people would believe. Okay. So that the kingdom would move forward. And others would learn the true worship. Now, orthodoxy really means true worship, right glory, okay? Orthodoxy. Now, we've transferred that post-enlightenment to mean right believing, but it really means true worship, okay? True worship. And the problem with the world is it doesn't know, it's worshiping the wrong things in the wrong ways. And we are bearers of that. And so the response of Paul and Silas in the dark prison, the prisoners are, are listening to this. And then the jail keeper wants to know all about it. And not only for himself, but for his whole family. And so as people see the transforming, creative power of God in his disciples, they're brought to him. And the veil is lifted, and they can worship rightly. Because true worship is giving honor and glory to the Father. It's going on in heaven now. The Lord calls us to make it happen wherever we are. And so just as the elders around the throne fall down and worship God, we too send our praises and glory to the Father. And we give thanks to him for everything. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>